I'm sitting here thinking about my dad's condition. He's in the hospital, still not much better and possibly about to get worse, it depends on what they allow him to eat there. He has anemia and his blood doesn't coagulate. Here I am reading up on a plant that can possibly be used instead of vanilla for a similar effect and it mentions that the plant contains coumarin. Which, when modified, can block vitamin K intake. Vitamin K dictates some or all of the coagulation. So this tells me my father is deficient in vitamin K, which is no surprise because it's fat-soluble. He's been avoiding fats because of a gallstone, but I can tell you right now that it's unsaturated fat that is his problem because I sneak him avocado oil all the time now. He was prescribed a low-fat diet to counteract that gallstone, as far as I know. Even though doctors know that vitamins A, D, E, and K are only fat-soluble, they continue to prescribe a diet that eliminates fats. They are prescribing death. The only way I could save his life is a woman's multivitamin plus plant fat because he has serious iron deficiencies, too. The man doesn't like me monkeying with his intake, though, and I've heard from my mother that he'd rather be dead now. Yet, he's in the hospital, receiving treatments and tests to find out what's wrong with him. I'm not sure why they're doing that if he wants to die so badly. Why is he even allowing them? It's a waste of resources. I wish euthanasia was an option, so he could simply choose to leave us. We could have prepared a fantastic last meal of everything he loves, and once he was finished supping on all that for an entire day, or three, he could have limped into a euthanasia procedure and known his burial was taken care of and everything. Because he arranged it himself. He could die with dignity. Now, I'm planning to convince my mother to give his body to science and get a refund on the plot he purchased. I'm pretty sure those are thousands of dollars. And, if he commissioned a headstone that hasn't even been started, we can get that back, too. Every little bit counts these days. The man never worked a day in my life after I turned 11. He's been forcing my mum to take care of him, and the house, and everything but the car, since then. He refused to allow her to drive herself anywhere and instead used twice the gas his entire life to take her to work and return home again. He wastes resources by buying solutions that don't solve anything. For instance, he bought a new TV because the old TV wasn't working, he said. The TV was working, it was the tuner that didn't work, he was watching regular broadcast television. So I set up his new smart TV to get online to free television there and added my Netflix and Prime accounts and said deal with it. He spent more than $200 he didn't even need because I had a smart TV upstairs I could have brought downstairs. I'm not even currently using it and it was already set up with my accounts. This man is a heinous misuse of resources like this his whole life and it makes my Nick voice mad every time. I hear the bitching spew out of my mouth at full speed but never within earshot of the, the old man himself. Notice what he did? He spent so much money and all he needed was a newer antenna. I would just tell my dad he's an idiot, not bitch about him where he can maybe eavesdrop. The poor thing is already paranoid that every time I laugh at my own jokes that he's the butt of the joke when in reality we barely care that we coexist alongside him other than he's a walking health hazard. Well, yes, I did notice he wasted resources, Nick. But what can I do about it besides roll with it? What's the point of being so rigid I cannot adapt? I am a human being and I am infinitely adaptable. Also, it's his money, well, it's hers, too, and she's now enjoying the television occasionally herself, though she prefers to read. She'll read even while he watches an action flick, choosing her mind movies over real movies any day of the week, any hour of the day. 
My dad calls himself a book widower because of this even though he never has riveting conversation with anyone. He tries too hard to engage a person without providing any substance whatsoever. His favorite topic is politics, but I withdrew from that ages ago because it became clear to me that the only votes that matter, for USA's presidency, is the electoral college's votes, which can be bought and sold. They do not have to agree with the masses of the country or even the state they are voting for. And no layman truly knows who they are, so we can't lynch them for betraying our democracy, either. My brother told me when your body is donated to science, they return the cremated remains for free. I mean, there might be some sort of shipping involved but you don't have to pay for the cremation itself. I suspect this is the truth for two reasons, my brother is a reliable bloke and because it makes sense. They're going to tear that body apart completely and find out what's wrong with it one piece at a time. They're going to practice surgeries on that flesh and bone so they make less mistakes during the actual procedure. They're going to do a lot of things that will ultimately make him unrecognizable. He might realize that his body is being donated to science from the afterlife, I suppose. It's against his living will. Not an actual document, but the sentiment he's put out there again and again and again. At least, that was 15 years ago. He might have changed his mind. The problem is that I have no respect for a pedophile like him. Maybe he shouldn't have raped me as a child. Maybe then I wouldn't rape him in death by convincing my mother this is for the greatest good TM. I am positive that giving his body to science will benefit everyone involved. Moreover, I think he's done to his insides what I did, except he won't listen to reason when I say he can't eat tomato. I want a report of what went wrong with that body, actually. An autopsy. He's murdering himself. I don't know if they'll do one just because I want it. So the next best thing I can do is convince my mother to donate him to science and ask them to pass along anything they find, even if it's a no-brainer like his lungs are black from a lifetime of smoking. I need to know I'm right about the tomato in scientific terms and what effect it had on his body. It's not even self-justification. It's so I can show it to the family and say, look. Stop eating this shit. It'll save your lives. But I doubt it'll be that tidy. I'm not even sure they'll share what they find if I can convince her to donate him to science. I hope they do, though. I won't be talking to her about it until he's gone, though, and only if she asks me what to do. I'm pretty confident she will, though she's starting to regain some self-sovereignty while he's been hospitalized and I keep feeding her well again. Once the old cuss dies and I get mom completely better, I bet my brothers will come around to the fact that they are being poisoned routinely by their dinner plates. Maybe even the rest of America. Maybe even the world. Nightshades are poison, hey? God.